Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Today's date is October 21st. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the Source. Now, today's episode isn't going to be the full-blown preview between the Falcons and the Dolphins. That will hopefully be coming out early tomorrow. I know I apologize. Last season, I typically had the preview episodes up on Thursday, but I've been very busy this semester, so overall, I had to push it back to Friday. Hopefully, I can get that sorted out by next week or the following week after, but in today's episode, we're going to be discussing, because there's quite a bit of news in regards to the Dolphins and Deshaun Watson. It's going to be a quicker episode, but I did feel like it was important enough. Social media, especially Twitter, seems to be freaking out right now with all the news. So, to get right into it, Things got stirred up yet again. This has been a frequent topic that arises, disappears, it comes back, vice versa. Well, this time it came back, but it had a little bit more legitimacy to it, I would say, in regards to the Deshaun Watson trade to Miami rumors, and that's because several significant reporters out of the Houston area were backing up this claim, saying not only that a trade could get done, but it could get done within this week. So that's huge news. You had guys like John McClain, and I know a lot of people are kind of mixed about how they feel in terms of his reporting, but then you had another guy out of Houston, uh, Mark Berman, who a lot of people consider to be kind of the Adam Schefter of the Houston area, so that kind of gave it a lot more legitimacy to it as opposed to the other reports in the past where we would have guys that kind of seem to be sensationalizing the whole thing, you know, you didn't necessarily know who they were until they tweeted about it, so, but this time has a little bit more of a different feel to it. Now, an important thing to note here, though, is all these reports reports were stemming out of the Houston side of things. It was all the Houston Texans beat reporters. So, of course, the natural train of thought would be, okay, well, are the Houston Texans intentionally putting this out there and using this, kind of using these reporters as a vessel to create the illusion that there's interest to rise the value of Deshaun Watson? We're getting closer to the trade deadline. So, could that be the reason? It very well could be. So, keep that in mind as we're talking about this because, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about this with the idea in mind that these reports are legit, but it is important to note there is the real possibility that the Houston Texans are putting out a bunch of fluff to get the value of Deshaun Watson to go up by creating this illusion that there's more interest or maybe a competition between teams to rise the value of Deshaun Watson when there could be real realistically nothing going on. Again, it's important to note how many allegations are still pending against Deshaun Watson it's a massive number. So if we move forward with this idea that, okay, maybe these reports are legit. They have been out there for some time. The team has said that two is our guy, but they haven't necessarily done it in some massive way that you would hope for the team to have done this way more early on. Now, if you guys reflect back to the takeaways that I had against the Indianapolis Colts, one of my takeaways was that it seemed like the Deshaun Watson to Miami scenario was more and more like an unavoidable reality. I kind of cited the feelings of fear, the the feelings of pressure, the feelings of desperation, and how the Dolphins could look to Deshaun Watson as a way to stop the bleeding in a massive way. And I really want to emphasize, because I was careful with the word selection, and I used the term bigger. I said there was no bigger way for them to stop the bleeding, and I was careful to say bigger and not better, because bigger doesn't always equal better. This is just the most grandiose way they could try try to put a band-aid on the whole situation. That doesn't necessarily mean it's better. What it means is it is a very bold decision. You 
look at this, it is a very high risk and an also very high reward situation. Of course, you run the risk of having a guy and you're giving up a ton to get him and he may not even play it down for your team. He may be out of the league. That is how serious the allegations are that are pending against him. But on the other side, you have, a, a, from a talent perspective, a guy who is a top five quarterback. You never, ever have an opportunity to land a guy typically of this caliber, either with a trade or through free agency, because they never hit the open market. It's unprecedented in both ways. One, to have a guy who is this talented, have the ability to get him, but it's also unprecedented to have a guy who is still has the ability to play, even though there are so many off the field issues that are still pending against him. It really is something that we have really never seen. So going back to that takeaway, when I said fear, when I said desperation, when I said all of that could lead to the Dolphins doing something that many people would consider to be illogical in this instance, those type of characteristics, you know, that fear, that desperation could lead to something like this happening. It's a rare circumstance where if there's any team that would be crazy enough to do it, it could be this. Because as I mentioned in the last episode, you know, from a playoff and being competitive perspective, the team is in a very, very difficult spot. It's very unrealistic that they make the playoffs or even more unrealistic that they are seen as a legitimate playoff threat at this point. And I said the things that I was going to be looking at personally throughout the rest of the season are things like, uh, you know, can Tua show that he's enough? You know, how do some of these younger guys progress? Can the offensive line can improve? All of that stuff looking forward towards the future. But for this current staff, for guys like Brian Flores and Chris Greer, they don't have that same liberty to be looking at this in a bigger picture. What they're concerned about right now is to make sure they can do anything they can to salvage what is left of this season so maybe there could be a slim chance that they retain their job. And right now, you know, given the state of the team, it seems unlikely because even though I think Tua looked pretty good, there were a whole bunch of areas on the team where the general feeling you got was, okay, this is just not the year. So even if it doesn't work out bringing Deshaun Watson, I think the potential with them looking at it, if they can take a just massive dart throw and it works out in a massive way where the offense all of a sudden becomes functional and plays at an extremely high level to the point that it's undeniable that maybe they're looking at it like, yeah, that dart throw, our back's against the wall. We have absolutely nothing to lose because they know if they don't do anything, they're likely gone at the end of the season. They might be crazy enough to say, yeah, let's just go for it. I know Stephen Ross, apparently all the reports have said that he's been one of the guys kind of pushing this idea where they go after Deshaun Watson and he apparently wanted several other quarterbacks that the team elected to not go after. So maybe there's some frustration there. But overall, I mean... I can't say that the chances of it are unlikely. Something I've been saying frequently since these allegations against Watson came out was, well, I personally can't see how any team would go out and make this move. But with the Dolphins kind of crumbling, with the staff kind of backs against the wall again, nothing to lose. If there was one team that had the level of desperation and kind of the level of disarray and chaos to go out and make this move, it would be the Dolphins. So in that way, I can't say personally that I think it's not gonna happen. Like I said before, it seems more and more like it's becoming an unavoidable reality. And that's not to say whether I think it's a great move to, for them to do it, or I think it's a horrible move. At the end of the day, if someone were to ask me, what do you think? Do you think it's good or do you think it's bad if the Dolphins do it? All I can say again is that it's a bold move because there's no middle ground, at least in my opinion in this. There's no 
area where it's like kind of in the middle. Either it's an absolute home run of a move, all those allegations are dropped, Deshaun Watson can play, you landed top five quarterback, okay, or you get the flip side where you traded your foundation essentially for a guy who can't fix the team or maybe can't even play. There's no real middle ground here, at least in my opinion. But guys, I would love to know what you guys think. That is how I'm going to wrap up this episode. As always, you can follow me on Twitter. That is at ShadySteven and at Via the Source. That's where you can also send the questions or comments that you had about the episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It would mean a lot. But guys, that is how I'm going to wrap it up. Until next time, I'm Steven Masso, and this was Via the Source.